sweet, Lord. We trust you. We trust in you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Mm, how we love you, Lord. Mm, yeah, just tell him tonight you love him. Tell him how much you love him. Mm, we love you, Lord. Don't be afraid, men. Tell him I'm in love with you, Jesus. Jesus. 
thank you that you are here, Lord. We thank you for your presence. Thank you, Lord. We just want to love on you tonight, Lord, and we hunger for more of you. We've tasted and we've seen how good you are, but we want more, Lord. We believe that there's more. We want to be filled and overflowing with your goodness, with your kindness, with your love, with your presence. Thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, tonight we just say, come and have your way in this room. Come and have your way. Come and move amongst us, Lord. If it's a deep surgical procedure that we need, then come, Holy Spirit. Come into the deep places of our hearts, of our minds, of our bodies. Just come, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. We exalt you in this place, Lord. We just say we take authority over the atmosphere in the name of Jesus. And we welcome in your rule and your reign. And just as it's been downpouring outside, we ask, Lord, tonight, we invite the downpour of your spirit over this place. The downpour of your presence, of your kingdom. We want the king and we want your kingdom. We want your domain king's domain. We want your kingdom and we want you, King Jesus. We don't want just one, Lord. We don't want rules and regulations without your presence. And we don't just want a touch from you without your dominion coming in a greater measure in our lives. Each of us individually, Lord, tonight we just invite you to come as we lay ourselves on the altar, as we present ourselves, as we present our bodies, all that we are to you as living sacrifices. We lay ourselves on the altar tonight. And we say, come and have your way. Come and have your way. Let the fire of your presence come and rest on the sacrifice tonight. Burn, let the wind come, let the fire come. Come, Lord, come and consume all that you want. Make us more like you. We want to be conformed and transformed by your Spirit into the likeness, into the image of Jesus, the Son of God. Thank you, Lord, that you are in in us, that you work in us. You work into the deepest parts, into our will. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
hear the Holy Spirit saying, taste and see that the Lord is good. He's pouring out drinks for us tonight, guys. And he wants us to taste and see that the Lord is good. get some Holy Spirit has prepared this just for you I need some of that you need some of that we all need some of that Jesus and we'll, we'll shift over <laughs> thank you bread just for you. He made this wine just for you. It's his own special recipe just for you, for your healing, for your salvation be cleansed it's all in this remarkably little package back to him, restores us back to him. 
we get the pleasure of tasting and seeing that he is good. Thank you, Jesus, that you wash us of all our sins. So repeat after me. I take your blood, releasing forgiveness and peace over each one of those painful situations. In my life, I will choose, like Jesus, to answer pain with love, betrayal with blessing, disappointment with worship. Yes, Lord. We will answer all of that pain with worship, with blessing. We forgive all those small things, those small offenses, because you forgave us such a great, insurmountable heap. You removed a huge mountain of sin from our lives, Lord, so we forgive all of those. has an agenda tonight. I think he wants to get every person in this room really good. Like he wants to get you. He, he wants you. He is after you. He wants you. You are his target tonight. You are his bullseye. I am his bullseye. He has his his arrow aimed right at your heart. It's the arrow of his presence. It's the arrow of his spirit. I know normally we go into a little ministry time. <clears throat> we're going to get there. But we're going we're gonna to get, we're going to allow the word of God to come and set the table. And then we're going to invite the Holy Spirit to come into the room tonight and have his way. We want him to have his way. I, I want to be a vessel, and I, I trust you want to be a vessel of his presence. Is that true? Yeah. Just say it. Just It's got to come from your mouth. No one can make, make you say it, or no one can say it for you. You just got to tell him, I want to be a vessel for your presence. Jesus, I want to be filled and overflowing with your goodness, with your spirit. This is going to be fun. We're going to read a few scriptures together, and then we're just going to go into, go into prayer. Go, we're going to go after it. But I don't think it's hard to go after. Why don't you guys just say this with me? The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. It was prophesied in, well, in the book of Acts. We'll read some of this tonight, but 
in the book of Acts when the outpouring of the Spirit came. Do I need to turn that down a little bit? Is it, do I sound like I'm in a tin can? No. Too quiet? Oh, I'll just talk louder then. <clears throat> okay, I was trying to be quiet and careful because I thought I was tinny. Oh, it's, it should be fine. Is, does it sound okay? You guys okay? Is it all right? Okay, good. Just checking. Sound check. Sound, invisible sound man back there. Hope you're on top of things. When the outpouring of the Spirit came, as we read in the book of Acts, which is not just a story, it's his, it's his story, it's history. It actually happened, right? We all believe that. The Word of God is true and real. When the outpouring of the Spirit came and, and the manifestation of the presence of God on the believers looked like they were intoxicated, Peter stood up and he had to explain to people that were drawn to this occasion. They were drawn to this this thing that was taking place, this supernatural activity. And he explained to them, and he quoted from the book of Joel, the prophecy about that moment, that Jesus, not Jesus, well, it is Jesus, but the word of God said that in the last days, God said he would pour out his spirit on all flesh. We cannot live this Christian life without the outpouring of the Holy Spirit on all of our flesh. I would encourage you that this, this desire to know him, to yada the presence of God, the Holy Spirit of God, that you would want to know him so intimately, so deeply, that that would be your daily cry, that you would find yourself waking up in the morning and by the time you go wherever you're going to go, say, Holy Spirit, would you come? Good morning, Lord. Good morning, Holy Spirit. It's okay. He's the one who's with you. You have the Holy Spirit with you and he wants to surround you he wants to fellowship with you he wants to work in your heart and speak to you so if you guys are ready let's read some scriptures let's take a look at the word of god this is going to be fun i hope if it's not well you know leave me a note and put it in the offering box over there <clears throat> put your put your critiquing of the sermon <laughs> I'm joking, of course. So, I mean, you can if you want, whatever. I, anything that's a critique or, or whatever, criticisms, whatever, I'll just lay it on the altar before the Lord. Just lay it before him. I'll just say, this is, this is for you to help me with, God. So anyway, John chapter 2. Let's, let's look at this. If you want to read it out loud together, you can, but you don't have to. So now on the third day... Jesus' mother went to a wedding feast in the Galilean village of Cana. Jesus and his disciples were all invited to the banquet. But with so many guests, uh uh-oh, they ran out of wine. You know, I'm going to tell you right now, that was not grape juice. Just going to say it now. You can argue with me later. And when Mary realized it, she came to Jesus and asked, They have no wine. Can you do something about it? They have no wine. Can you do something about it? Why would she go to Jesus about that? Maybe from experience? I don't know. That's just my guess, maybe. Jesus replied, my dear one, don't you understand that if I do this, it will change nothing for you? But it will change everything for me. My hour of unveiling, my power, has not yet come. Mary then went to the servers and told them, whatever Jesus tells you to do, do it. He's such a good son. He's such a good God, but he was on the earth and he's such a good son to his mother. She's like, I know, I know he can make some some wine. She had to. Why else would she tell him? And that's not the point of my talking about this, but It's just so beautiful to see Jesus, probably a little twinkle in his eye looking at his mom. She's like, dear woman, this is not my time yet. Don't you know? We only do this at home when no one else is looking. (laughs) Okay, don't call me a heretic because I'm not making, I'm just, just having a little fun, adding my own thoughts. Okay, so let's continue in this. Nearby stood six stone water pots And this is the interesting thing. They were meant to be used for Jewish washing rituals. These weren't just ordinary clay pots. These were ceremonial 
clay pots. Each one could hold about 20 gallons or more. Jesus came to the servers, at his mom's request, and instructed them, fill the pots with water right up to the very brim. I'm just going to say this now. You are a vessel of the Holy Spirit. You are a temple of the Holy Spirit. And he wants to fill you up all the way to the brim. But let's continue to look at this scripture. Like my fun little video edition that I had in there. Then he said, Now fill your pitchers and take them to the master of ceremonies. And when they poured out their pitchers for the master of ceremonies to sample, the water had become wine. When he tasted the water that had become wine, the master of ceremonies was so impressed with its quality, although he didn't know where the wine had come from. Only the servers knew. Man, can you imagine how good that wine must have been? He was impressed. Yeah, amen. So he called the bridegroom over and said to him, every host serves his very best wine first until everyone has had a cup or two or three or four until they're feeling pretty good. And then they serve the cheaper wine. But you, my friend, you've reserved the most exquisite wine until now. Isn't it just like our God? It's just like Jesus, our King, to save the best until last. Intercessors can be praying right now. I know, I know what you guys are all thinking right now. Or our ears are perked, but it, we're good. Things are going to be fine tonight. Jesus saves the best for last. He is our mighty God. He has more than enough. And he takes water and he turns it into wine. He takes vessels like us, fills us up, and pours out of us kingdom wine. Kingdom wine, new wine. Okay, if that wasn't enough, let's, that's just enough to wet your whistle. Little taste of wine before we move on. So Luke 11, 11 through 13 says this. This is Jesus. He said, let me ask you this. Do you know of any father who would give his son a snake on a plate when he asked for a serving of fish? Of course not. Right, Ethan? Would never give you a snake on a plate. Weird. Do you know any father who would give his daughter a spider? Oh my gosh, Nora. I would never do that to you. A spider when she asked for an egg? Of course not. Of course not. If imperfect parents know how to lovingly take care of their children and give them what they need, how much more, just say that with me, how much more, how much more will the perfectly heavenly, perfect heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit's fullness when his children ask? Do you want the fullness? I want the fullness of Holy Spirit. Let's just take a moment now, let's just ask, just ask him. Father, you're a good Father, and I want more of your Holy Spirit. I want your Spirit's fullness tonight. I'm desperate for you. I need you. I can't do this life without you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Just keep your heart positioned before him tonight like that. Let's read another scripture. If the Father is that good, if he won't give you a snake or a spider if you ask for something good, but he'll give you the Holy Spirit if you ask him, he'll give you the fullness of the Holy Spirit, what does that tell us about him? James 1.17 says, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. I love that scripture. That is an awesome verse describing our God. In the past, that's from the NIV. I had to put the NIV on there because that's the one that the way that I learned it 30 years ago. Every good, we used to sing it. There's a song, every good and perfect gift comes from you, Father of Lights. But the Passion Translation, this is really cool. Check this out, you guys. 
It says every gift, and what I added was the footnotes, every gift or legacy, welcome to Legacy City Church. Every gift or legacy God freely gives us is good and perfect. That word good and perfect in the Aramaic, I'm gonna just have fun with this one, no, I don't know. Mashamleita. Mashamleita. Something like that. You can try it and do it better if you want. It's pronounced what? A. Mashamleita. Okay, there you go. Whatever. Okay, I'm not an Aramaic scholar or a Greek scholar or a Hebrew scholar for that matter. I'm just an old English boy. But that Aramaic word, it means complete. It means complete. Hey, if I can get you guys laughing and break off the awkwardness, I'm happy. It means complete, wholesome, abundant, sufficient, enough, and perfect. Every good gift God freely gives us is perfect. It's enough. It's sufficient. He is your sufficiency. He is your abundance. Just say abundance. abundance. Years ago, one of our old church members, and I know she's probably still hanging out at home right now because you know that's what a lot of people are still doing. Um, she just, God gave her that word, abundanza. Abundanza, abundance. I think it's Italian for abundance. We want abundance because our God is abundant. He is abundant. He does not want to hold back from you and me. He wants to pour out the fullness of the Holy Spirit that we so hunger for. So every gift God freely gives us is good and perfect, streaming down from the Father of lights, who shines from the heavens with no hidden shadow or darkness or a shadow of turning. There is nothing you will ever find wrong with him. You will never find darkness. You will never find shadows of turning. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he is good. He is good and he is abundant. And he's, a, he's the perfect father. He's never subject to change. That was James 1, 17. So let's take a look at a couple more verses and then we're just gonna have some fun tonight. It might get a little sloshy in here. Might get a little, might get a little tipsy. I don't know. It depends on who, how you're wired. Some of you just might be, you know, stoic and receive. That's okay. That's me sometimes. Most of the time, because I have to keep an eye on all you guys while you're flopping around like fish. Okay. The, this is the promise of the Father. The Holy Spirit given to you and me was a promise that Father God gave. Jesus said. He instructed them, don't leave Jerusalem until, but wait here until you receive the gift I told you about. He's a gift. We can't earn it. We just have to know how to receive him. Some of us are really good receivers. <laughs> wait here until you receive the gift I told you about, the gift the Father has promised. For John baptized you in water but in a few days from now, you will be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Just close your eyes for a minute, guys. Let's just take, take a moment. Jesus said that John baptized in water. Water baptism is a, is a baptism for repentance. When we turn to Jesus and we turn from our own way, we are baptized in water upon our confession of faith in Jesus. And it represents our old self being buried in the water in a watery grave. That baptism is the baptism of repentance. And it is a, a clear picture of our old life being buried and raising up into a new life with Jesus. Resurrected into a new life, a new creation. But the Holy Spirit baptism is a baptism of fire. It is a baptism for power. It is a baptism for boldness. Holy Spirit wants to baptize you. He wants to totally immerse you and me in his presence and totally fill and consume all that you are and all that I am. And he wants to fill you with a fire of boldness to break off all fear, all shame, all uncertainty, but that you would be led by him to share with people his goodness and what he's done for you.
So Holy Spirit, tonight, we cry out for your baptism. We want to be baptized, immersed, totally over our heads in your presence, in your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Some friends of ours years ago, an, an older couple, he's now been, uh, he's moved on into heaven to be with Jesus in his presence, but his wife, I believe she's still alive. <clears throat> and they came to our house and they, they witnessed the move of God over the years. They were part of Portland's, uh, the, the uh, I forget the name of the church, but it was like the Portland Temple, I think is what they called it. By Portland Bible Temple, yeah. Major moves of God happened in that place. And they, she told a story after story of these different leaders in the body of Christ around the nation who, she said, you know, they were good preachers and they were good ministers. And then she had this look on her face. She had this smile. She said, and then they got baptized in the Holy Spirit. Then... Then they got baptized in the Holy Spirit. See, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, it changes everything. It changes everything. He wants to sweep you up. He wants to capture you up, me up, into his presence until we're so consumed with his love and his presence that we won't want to do anything else but follow after him follow when he says turn here you'll want to turn there when he says don't do that we won't want to do it we, we will we will care so so importantly so preciously that we don't offend him and I'm telling you now if you've been in that place where you received the infilling and the baptism of the spirit there's more you can fill you can be filled with him again you can receive him over and over again. Not that you should grieve him and quench him, do your own thing, and then expect him just to keep, you know, filling you up every time. But he is good, and he is merciful and, com merciful and compassionate. He's slow to anger, rich in love, and he's a good father. And he wants to fill you up. He wants, he wants to, to empower you and me to walk with him in a relationship where we are eager to choose what is right, eager to follow his voice. Did I read all that? So in the Aramaic, it implies that they would be the ones doing the baptizing. In other words, it could be interpreted, John baptized you in water, but you will baptize others in the Holy Spirit. You can receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit all by yourself in your quiet place, in your, in your apartment, in your house, in your car, in the shower, on, the, on a road down the street as you're walking from one place to another. You can come to him just as you are and you can say, Father God, I need you. I need your spirit. I need more of you in my life. Will you come and will you fill me and overflow and empower me right here and right now? He can also baptize you in his presence and his spirit through people praying for you to receive more through the laying on of hands we know this from history we see examples of it in the bible we, there's more examples in the book of acts about the, the believers receiving the holy spirit through the laying on of hands and multiple times where the holy spirit fell upon the believers it's not just a one-time deal he is here for us all the time right now he is here I had a picture years ago in another church of being inside of during worship I had this picture in my mind of being in a tent where the rain had been falling and the tent uh, was just kind of bowed on the ceiling down and I, I could tell it was just full of water and you know what happens if you're in a tent and it's got water resting on the top and you just touch it it starts to pull that water through you'll start to get a drip and I felt like in that moment, the presence of God was so pregnant over the people that all we had to do is just reach up and begin to pull heaven in. You know, we get to do that with our worship. We get to pull, excuse me, I gotta swallow once in a while or I'll have a Bobby Connor moment. <laughs> start spit and drool down my chin. We get to pull heaven down with our praises, with our worship, with our, with our language of love to God to say, God, would you come? Would you pull, would you pour your presence down? You've come, Holy Spirit. As the church in Acts was doing that, well, we're gonna read about it right now. 
on the day of Pentecost, on the day Pentecost was being fulfilled, all the disciples were gathered in one place, just like we're gathered here right now in one place. Suddenly, they heard the sound of a violent blast of wind rushing into the house from out of the heavenly realm. The roar of the wind was so overpowering, it was all anyone could bear. Then all at once, a pillar of fire appeared before their eyes. It separated into tongues of fire that engulfed each one of them. They were all filled and equipped with the Holy Spirit and were inspired to speak in tongues, empowered by the Spirit to speak in languages they had never learned. They were gathered in one place, waiting on the Lord, waiting on Him until the promise was released, the gift, the promise that the Father was going to pour out. And all at once, the sound of the wind came into that place, and the tongues of fire broke out and rested on each one of them. They were filled. I believe God wants to do the same thing now. I believe He wants to fill us tonight. I don't think he wants us to walk out of this place without being consumed and overwhelmed and overflowing with him. He wants you to know him in a deep, intimate way. He wants to love on you and pour his love over you. And he wants you to just surrender and, and yield yourself over to him and, and enjoy a lifestyle of that. Here's another scripture in Acts chapter 11. This is going to kind of bounce forward, but Peter was speaking, and the Holy Spirit cascaded over those listening to his message. The Jewish brothers who accompanied Peter were astounded that the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out on people who weren't Jews, for they heard them speaking in supernaturally given languages and passionately praising God. Just through the preaching of the word, the Holy Spirit came. I don't know about you guys, but even reading the scriptures, even tonight, I feel the presence of God. I feel there's an increase in the room. I feel like he, he is just on his word and on his promises. All of his promises, all of God's promises to you and to me are yes. They are always yes and amen in Jesus. One last scripture verse. Acts chapter 2, this is after the Spirit of God came upon them in that room and the, the pillar of fire broke out into tongues of fire and they were all filled and baptized with the Spirit of God. It says, Peter stood up with the 11 apostles and shouted to the crowd, listen carefully, my fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem. See, at this point, a crowd had been drawn to what's going on. People thought they were drunk. They thought they had been drinking at nine o'clock in the morning. These are believers holy men and women of God. Listen carefully, my fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem. You need to clearly understand what's happening here. These people are not drunk like you think they are, for it's only nine o'clock in the morning. This is the fulfillment of what was prophesied through the prophet Joel. For God says, this is what I will do in the last days. If we're not living in the last days now, then we're getting close. I'm not trying to scare anybody. Last days are good days. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit on everybody and cause your sons and daughters to prophesy and your young men will see visions and your old men will experience dreams from God. The Holy Spirit will come upon all my servants, all men and women alike, and they will prophesy. I will reveal startling signs and wonders in the sky above, mighty miracles on the earth below. Blood and fire and pillars of clouds will appear, and the, for the sun will be turned dark and the moon blood red before the great and awesome, great and awesome appearance of the day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. We don't need to be afraid. We call on his name now. We call on him now. Why don't you guys stand up? Whoa, I just heard an increase in music. That's okay. If you have the ability 
I'm going to ask you two to come up now because I want you guys to help um, lay hands on folks. Just uh, if you guys will. Um, here, let's do this. Tammy, just a holy moment here. Pause just for a second. Just pray for us. Just you two put your hands together. Just put your hands up. You, you and I are going to pray oh, for them okay. because they're going to help well, us. To so all we're going to do is we're just going to say, Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. Activate. Okay, that's awesome. Don't, don't make her fall on the floor. Okay, now she's got to pray too. So I'm going to ask all of you who have the ability to come up to the front here, I want you just to come up here and line up. We're just going to pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We're going to pray for the more of the Lord. If you have the ability to come up, come up. If you don't, then we will come to you. So just come up now. Come up now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The line, just line up. We're just going to go down the line. We're going to go down the line. Overflow, 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 overflow. Holy Spirit, come. You are the answer. You are the fire. You are the power of God. Come, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Yeah, come on, amen. Yeah, just go ahead and get line up this way, buddy. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We just release your fire, Holy Spirit. It's your promise, Father. It's your promise. Yeah. Just open up your heart. Just open up your heart. Receive, receive, receive. Top off. It's a top off. Top off tonight. We're just going to top off. Just fill Holy Spirit. Fill Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come. More, Lord. More, Lord God. We thank you for your fire. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for the overflow. 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 We told you before that Chris means anointed. We just say you are anointed by the Holy Spirit. You are covered by the presence of God. Jesus. Receive the gift of the Father. Receive the gift of the Father. Just open your heart. Just ask and just receive more, more, more. Overflow. The peace of God that transcends all understanding. Come now. Cover your heart. Cover your mind as you're putting your trust and faith in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. us to come pray for you. I'd like uh, Oscar and you too. We're, we're going to just get, would you boys come and put your hands and Nora too, I'm sorry, I'm running, not just in this book. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Let's make room for Grandpa. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, we just declare the blessing of the Lord over Ken. Just turn on the fire hoses of heaven. There's no junior Holy Spirit. Just aim the presence of God. Say, overflow, overflow, overflow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We just declare life. We say, flood the sun. Flood your sun with life, with power, with fire, with boldness. Overflow, overflow. We just say, the more of the Lord, the more of the Lord. More God, more of you, Lord. Overflow. 
stretches capacity. This man is a man of great capacity, but God, we say more. Stretch more, Lord. Expand Jesus' name. going to go up front right now. You know, this is easy when it's a smaller church. You know, if you have a thousand people, it gets complicated. Then you do what's called a fire tunnel. And you just push people through the fire tunnel like a car wash. And everyone just blasts them. And you don't stop in a car wash. You know what happens in a car wash if you stop, right? It's a pile up. God, that you've touched him, you've revealed your power, your glory. We just say, let the more of the Lord fill him, fill him. Come like fire, come like fire. Let the power of your spirit come, Holy Spirit. Fill him, Lord, from the bottom of his feet to the top of his head. Fill him with a passion for the name of Jesus. Passion for the name of Jesus. Bless everything you're doing in his heart, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you will never leave, you will never forsake him, you will never abandon him. He will never be alone. You will always be with him. You will always be in him. Thank you, Lord. Please bless him in Jesus' name. There is more, 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 John, there's more, there's more, come up for a double dose, come up for a double anointing, there's more, Ethan, there's more, thank you, Jesus, there is more, there is more, Yamashi, Akotar Yamashi.
we're just going to keep on praying as long as uh, people want prayer if you need to go tonight we just say blessings on you if you have to go that's all right um, otherwise stick around if you want more prayer just uh, either come up front or put your hand up where you're at and we'll pray for you
I'll, I'll just say it again. If you uh, want to keep receiving prayer, uh, just you can put a hand up if you need people to pray for you. Otherwise, you can go if you feel you need to go. But we're just going to go a little longer here.